Welcome to Prepare to Care, the AARP podcast with resources and tools to support the millions of family caregivers who provide unpaid care to their loved ones. I'm Marie Pierre, your host for this podcast. It should be no surprise to know that exercise has benefits for your brain and your body. But if you're a caregiver with little spare time to yourself, the thought of exercise is not something that pops into your head. When you do get a break, you probably want to rest instead of working out. Yet, there are two exercises that may be a far better choice than just being a couch potato. Those exercises may prevent you from getting sick, help you sleep better, and give you more energy. These things are super important to you if you're a big caregiver. Today, we have Stephanie Todd Wong with the Asia Society of Texas Center, who is joining us to talk about the benefits of exercise, particularly yoga and Tai Chi. Coming up on Prepare to Care. Stephanie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Tell us a little bit about you. You are with the Asia Society of Texas Center. Yes. Who are you first? Who am I? I'm the Director of Performing Arts and Culture at Asia Society. Um, I've been with the organization for about three and a half years, and my job is really to curate uh, a set of performing art experiences for our audiences. Um, we've come to work with AARP through a Healthy Living series of workshops, uh, and we've been able to benefit uh, from a mutual partnership with the organization uh, that focuses on a Healthy Living uh, series of, of experiences for AARP members. So Asia Society of Texas Center, there's like this little gem it called the Asia Society. It's in the Museum District uh, here in Houston. Great parking, number <laughs> one. I've been there. Great programs, right? Yes. Um, yes. And then it's interesting because you guys are part of the museums. I've been there. Mm-hmm. But you have these exercise programs. So yes. tell me more about that. Why yoga, tai chi, why the partnership with AARP? Sure. So our mission is actually quite broad. Um, The mission of the organization is to uh, be kind of cultural uh, bridge builders between Asia and the West. And we do that through a variety of different programmings, everything from business and policy lectures to live art events to exhibitions and educational programs. Um, And, you know, exercise and those uh, yoga, tai chi, those types of exercises that have been based in more Eastern traditions are definitely a gateway uh, across cultures. Um, and so we've been able to find that bridge and, and kind of travel across it with AARP uh, through a few different types of experiences. I think um, we have lots to learn from one another across the globe, and it's really our pleasure to be hopefully a gateway for people uh, to, to travel across Asia without actually having to leave the, our backyard in Houston. So. Yeah, so our AARP members can go to the Asia Society. There's some very specific programs. So mm-hmm. let's start with yoga. Sure. So yoga. Lots of people think, oh, I cannot twist myself into a pretzel. <laughs> I don't. I don't look cute in those yoga pants. <laughs> this is not for me. Um, what, what do you have to say to that? Uh, well, first, be kinder to yourself. Good point. <laughs> um, yeah, there aren't many of us that look good in those yoga pants, but uh, they serve a purpose. So yoga is definitely one of those uh, exercise regimens that you can plug into at varying levels. And almost every yoga instructor I've ever encountered is great about 
providing um, stepping stones into the practice and being welcoming and uh, welcoming every kind of age level, every experience level, every um, fitness level into the practice. It's very adaptive that way. Um, there's lots of different styles of yoga from things that are taking place in very hot rooms. So if you'd like to sweat it out and that feels good to you. Uh, there's flow yoga types that are about moving through the different positions constantly. And then there are others that are more slower paced and really about finding a position and holding it and then teaching your body uh, about its range of movement, about building strength, about alignment of, of your spine inside the body. Um, and all of those things, uh, you know, can take, you can take little tests, right? You can explore throughout the yoga to find the right fit for you and the right practice for you. So, in, because you and I spoke very briefly before mm -hmm. this podcast, I understand that yoga at the Asia Society of Texas Center is more of an exploration. It's just, uh, not just, but these are workshops yes. that are offered um, periodically. throughout the year, periodically. So tell us a little bit about which workshops were offered in the past. Sure, so the Healthy Living series of workshops that we've done with AARP have offered a variety of different experiences. We have done a yoga in the past. We've done meditation workshops. We've done uh, Bollywood fitness workshops, which what? those are really popular. Well, yes. Okay, wait, wait, what's <laughs> Bollywood fitness? So uh, Bollywood is this great energetic uh, cultural experience, right? It's got great music, um, the movement's fast. It's, uh, I don't know, it just makes you wanna get up and, and join in. And we found an instructor here locally that does fitness classes that are based in Bollywood movement step, you know, steps, dance steps um, and Bollywood music. And so it's just this really fun, fun way of uh, getting your groove on and getting your body moving. Uh, so there's been lots of studies recently about the benefits of dance in particular for uh, on our bodies. And this is a really fun way uh, to engage with that. Happy exercise. Yes, happy so exercise. So people can sign up through AARP for some of those workshops, yes. right? And then it comes with your membership. Or, or is there a small fee? No, uh, these have been offered free of charge for AARP members. There are two more coming up in this series for this year. Okay. One is um, focused on a Japanese tea ceremony, okay. which isn't necessarily exercise specific, but it is about mind health and being thoughtful and uh, the ideas of uh, mindfulness. Mindfulness and meditation. And meditation, yes. And then the last workshop in the series is actually going to be about the use of uh, Indian spices in cooking. So on the on the flip side, on the other piece of your taking care of yourself, right, and uh, eating well, uh, how you can incorporate spice and into your cooking practice and, and the benefits of spices on our health as well. So what I'm hearing is Asia uh, Society of Texas Center is offering a wide range of workshops yes. for wellness. Uh, yes. Some of them physical through yoga and meditation, but you know, expanding on the idea of wellness to nutrition, to mindfulness. Yes. And then it looks like you guys are really like going way out for the fun, right? <laughs> I well, mean, I think- It sounds really creative. <laughs> well, hopefully, I mean, that's built into my job, hopefully. But um, I think, you know, exercise in particular can be hard. We think of it as a chore. Um, but really, you know, we, we have to move around in our bodies every day. And we have to take care of that physical side of ourselves. Anytime you can make it fun, right, you're more likely to come back to it again. You're more likely to make it a routine, a regular part of your daily practice. Um, and I think that's really important. So let's talk now a little bit about Tai Chi. Sure. 
a lot of people don't know what Tai Chi is. So tell us. Yes. <laughs> so Tai Chi is actually a form of martial arts that was developed in China. But it's not what you think of when you think of karate or taekwondo. It's, it is more meditative. It is more mindful. It is, has a slower pace. And so there's a series of um, steps or positions that the body moves through. And it's all about being precise and moving through those positions um, as efficiently as possible with a, an emphasis on the transfer of your weight from one foot to the other and, and trying to make that transfer as smoothly and as seamlessly as possible. And so there's a great um, internal focus that happens when you're doing Tai Chi, similar to yoga, that ends up allowing you to incorporate kind of a medita meditative practice on top of the physical practice, um, which I think is really one of the great uh, benefits. And you, so you walk out feeling like physically refreshed, but also mentally refreshed. No, in Asia, not that I've been to Asia, or I've been to the <laughs> very edge, but um, anyway, in Asia, uh, is it true like you have a large group of people, or large groups of people who tend to practice Tai Chi? This yes. is something that's very popular over there? Yes. Very popular with seniors? Uh, I think it's built more uh, effectively into the culture than we tend to do here in the West. Okay. Um, and so, yes, it becomes a part of this daily ritual, this daily practice for large portions of the population, not just uh, seniors. Okay. Although Tai Chi itself lends itself well to aging bodies because it doesn't have, it doesn't uh, take you into uh, really stressful positions. It doesn't require a great deal of strength in any particular part of the body. Um, so it, it, it's, it's welcoming in that sense that anyone can really do it. But yes, it is a part of the daily practice. You see large groups doing it in, in the outdoors every morning as part of just their regular, uh, as opposed to us grabbing a cup of coffee and sitting in the right. car for an hour for them, it is wake up and go do their Tai Chi. And go Tai Chi, which is generally practice. A lot of people practice it in groups? Uh, yes. Okay. And then yes. you say, I mean, w the, the images or the, the snippets that I've seen online, it's uh, it's kind of a slow movement, very flowy, yes, right? Yes, it is. It's, it's all about uh, fluidity and precision and moving from one position into the next without stopping. Um, and But being mindful of, of the pathway that your body takes from one shape into the next. Have you done it yourself? I have done a little bit of it, yes. Okay, how work. does it feel? <laughs> uh, like I said, it's very meditative. And so you, you have all, a lot of focus on your internal self, um, which is a form of meditation, right? You're, you're, all of your being is focused on shifting from one position to the next and the pathway going from that one position to the next, which might not be a huge pathway, right? You might just be moving your arms from one place to the next and your weight from your left to your right but thinking very intentionally about that simple process means that everything else in your life is falling away. You're focused on that one moment in that one, uh, that one brief moment of time, which I think is both helpful mentally and physically. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about how Tai Chi can uh, benefit the aging body. So there's range of movement. Yes. Tell us more. Uh, I mean, I think of our bodies as a use it or lose it kind of proposition. And so any kind of exercise, whether it's even just taking a brief walk, you know, have health benefits for us. And so Tai Chi, you know, works like that, where it is about moving, uh, focusing on your range of movement. How far does a joint go? How far can I open my arm? How far can I take that lunge? And that's something that can be personal to everyone. And, it, um, and so, you know, the shape itself, um, 
is the same from person to person to person, but how far that shape extends within the body is personal to you and what your body can do in that moment on that day. Now, let me ask you something else. So we're talking about Tai Chi, which in, in, the, in the West is not that common. It, mm -hmm. It's much more common in Asia. Um, we're talking about how it can benefit you. Um, what I see too is a, a, a program like the ones uh, that is being put in place by the Asia Society of Texas Center is also a way to, to put yourself like in a different environment, mm -hmm. right? Because it's like stepping out of your comfort zone. Right? Isn't it like the kind of program that you, you do offer, like this bridge <laughs> to another culture? Yes. And so for, for those listeners who are thinking, oh, I, I really don't know if I should be doing this, right? Like, wh what would you tell to a, a listener who is thinking, that sounds interesting, but like, I'm not Asian. Is it okay to go to the... You know, Asia society, do you have to be Asian? No, you How don't. How am I going to be welcome there? Like, t talk to me. Like, you know, it's sure. my first time. What would you say to me? Sure. I think, yes, I think stepping out of your comfort zone can be difficult, right? Depending on the level. Um, everyone has a different risk, right? Aversion or risk uh, that they're willing to take. But coming to the Asia society is one of the easiest and safest and <laughs> ways to go exploring right. without having to feel like you're taking a huge risk. Um, there is always something different happening in our space. You can always get a taste of a different culture, of a different perspective, with literally without having to leave Houston. Um, we try to make it as warm and as welcoming as we can. All ages, all cultures, all experience levels and backgrounds are always welcome in our space. Uh, even for me who's working there, I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly being confronted with new information that I didn't know, a different perspective that I hadn't considered. Um, and I'm in that environment 24, well, not 24 seven, but I'm there a lot. Right. <laughs> Let's put it. Um, and I'm always learning. Um, and so we expect that of our guests. So really the only requirement for coming to Asia Society Texas Center is curiosity. Curiosity, which is, which can't be nice. And maybe for our caregivers too, it's like a, it's taking the, this little mini trip, right? Yes, yes, It's absolutely. like one hour. A little, a little mini vacation. A little mini vacation. Um, I think, I think our society benefits from that sense of curiosity, right? And that willingness to learn, that interest in what our neighbor's uh, life experience might have been, might be and how that differs from us, but then also finding that through line because we are way more similar to one another than we are different. Um, so realizing that they may have had a very different experience in their life, but there you still have this sense of commonality. And that's really the beauty of what happens in our building on a daily basis. Thank you. All right, let's go back to Tai Chi. Sure. Baby steps, I show up. Yep. The instructor, they're gonna speak with me in English, right? Yes, absolutely. And I don't need to know anything? You don't. Uh, you don't. The Tai Chi classes that we offer at Asia Society are through a series, and it is uh, the, I think we have two different levels going right now. So there is a level for people who are coming to us for the very first time. Okay. Absolutely. The classes are all in English. Uh, the instructor is American. Uh, he's very adept at making people feel comfortable and at home and working within uh, the confines of what their physicality permits on any given day. And we, you know, that changes for everyone on a daily basis. So the things that you might feel comfortable doing today, you know, you might struggle with tomorrow. That that our uh, physical selves are constantly changing, and so. Um, okay, practical question: How do yeah. people dress? 
how people dress, um, and clothing that is that lets you free to move. So okay. sweatpants, shorts, uh, leggings, easy a, a t-shirt. Yes, okay. absolutely. There's no uniform. There's no uh, significant investment of equipment or you don't that need kind special shoes. You, you don't do need anything. You just show up comfortable, comfortable, and ready to move. All right. Now the the kind of uh, classes that you offer. So. Through AARP, people can get a taste of things mm -hmm. at the Asia Society. Yes. And these are workshops that they would sign up for online mm -hmm. uh, through the AARP website. Correct. And then the, the classes that are offered by Asia Society, these you have to, to, to pay for them. Correct. Okay. So currently, the classes that we have available at Asia Society are Tai Chi. And then we also offer some language courses. Okay. There is a f fee for both of those in order to study on a continual basis. All right. And then let's go back to, all right, you go with for your exercise class, you feel good, you do the Tai Chi. There are also some wonderful things at Asia. The, number one, there's this great little cafe there. Yes, there is. I've, I've <laughs> had like a great tea there. There's some snacks. Uh, nice people at the front desk. I, I noticed that. So. And yes. then, um, yeah, I mean, and then there are always also cultural things going on there. Absolutely. So we have four different programming areas that we're working within. As I said before, I lead our performing arts, so you can look to us for music, theater, dance, films. Uh, we just hosted a literary festival, and then also sometimes uh, some food uh, experiences, which yep. are, tend to be some of my favorite. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, we have a gallery space, so there's exhibitions that you can come and visit. Uh, we offer business and policy lectures, things focused. We just hosted one on um, the Hong Kong protests, Tomorrow night, we're hosting uh, former Pepsi CEO Indra Nui, who will be doing a conversation with us. So um, there's all of that. And then there's also education and outreach activities for um, students and children of all ages as well. We offer summer camps. We offer family day activities with different focuses each time. Thank so really, you. there's something for every age. And I believe the programs tend to be, my memory, if my memory is right, rather affordable. Fees or whatever, and when there's one, that it's rather small. Is Absolutely. What so the event-based, anywhere from $20 to $40 is usually kind right. of the price point per ticket. But then there's also a lot of free activities that we're constantly That's hosting as well. That's what I noticed. Well. Okay. Thank you very much. Stephanie, this is about all the time we have today. So if you had one piece of advice for our caregivers who are thinking of maybe poking into the Asia Society of Texas Center, what would that be? Be brave. In, indulge your curiosity. Come visit with us. And ultimately, um, doing a little bit of anything is better than doing nothing at all. All right. Thank you so much. You've heard it, folks, from Stephanie Todd Wong with the Asia Society of Texas Center. Stephanie gave us a look at the exercises, yoga and tai chi, that the Asia Society offers and give us the idea that maybe it's time for a little mini vacation right here in Houston. This is gonna be good for you. As always, if you thought this podcast was helpful or if you have friends or family who are new to caregiving, invite them to follow the Prepare to Care podcast at iTunes, SoundCloud, or at www.arp.org slash HoustonPTC. Take our Prepare to Care podcast survey, help us improve future episodes, or find other caregiving, planning, and local resources to help you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening, and as always, thanks for caring.